Hey, it's your Kali. What's up? Warning. 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 You are about to listen to facts, stories, interviews, gossip, and much more fascinating things that will be so stunning, there's a possibility that your mind will blow. This show will start five, four, three, two, one. Listening to WLPN LP Chicago 105.5 FM Lumpen Radio. Broadcasting live from Studio Y, Yolokali and Little Village. Hi, I'm Yahida. Hi, I'm Jennifer. And today we'll be talking about the young life, the youth's world, uh, and specifically about um, stress and poor decisions and how uh, your parents don't understand your type of music and expressing yourself. So let's go to a song first and then we'll be right back. listening to the song Issues by Julia Michaels. This song is about, um, I guess Julia had a loved one who she really loved, um, but they both had issues, <laughs> so they couldn't be together. 
I think like a lot of teens could say about that your issues with your relationship, which is one of the stressful parts of being a teen. Trying to navigate through love when you don't really know what love is is very stressful. And then usually adults are all like, "You're young, you're young, you, nothing's gonna happen." Blah blah blah. It's just you're just going through experiences. And they don't know how stressful it is to go through those experiences as well as going through the experiences of school and relationships and friends and growing up. Like she said, there are a lot of parts to stress and just you have to understand when you're growing up. It's just an iconic part of your life as a teenager trying to figure out all the parts of your life. Um, What a... Adults don't realize or what like they usually lose when they start getting older is some of the simplest things can be stressful just because it can. We're different people. We go through different things, different stress levels that we have and different generations. Things grow. And while adults grow, you shouldn't back down from the past. So, teens right now are going through their very stressful times right now. Going through the hormones, the changes, and have to de- decide in an estimate of four years, what are you going to do for the rest of your life? That's what people tell them. What people should tell them is you make mistakes and you move on. You want to do this. But in the end, you decided, no, I don't want to do this. I'll do something else. That's fine. Yeah, I guess as you grow up, um, you as a teen and as an adult, you don't really forget or, like, stop being stressed. You just have less stressful um, situations when you grow up because you can do more things about it. Um, But while you're a teen, it's like, There's a lot of barriers um, in situations that you could be a part of. And um, sometimes just because you're younger, um, by law or by um, family law, um, people can't do things that they want to and that stresses them out. Being independent um, is not not easy um, for teens. And that's, I think that's mainly one of the reasons why they're super stressful. Um, to be a teen. Yeah, you end up getting just thrown out there like, look, you're in high school now. Now do everything right. You're thrown to this precision that you have to do. And then, like, all of a sudden your body says, hey, I'm going to be changing while you're doing these type of stuff. So, like, just continue doing your things, but I'm just going to be doing my things. And it becomes just so jammed in and stressful, which is why a lot of teens end up getting like lost lost yeah (laughs) i was trying to look for a professional word but like never mind so with that why don't we introduce another audio piece that's talking about what we were talking about stress What do you know 
about stress? Um, stress to me is a feeling that a lot of people become sick because of stress, like develop migraines and um, anxiety and stuff like that. I know that stress is very bad for you, both physically and mentally, and I have it every day. When you feel overwhelmed and anxious, that's what stress is to me. So I know that stress is really bad for you. It makes you get older faster, which is not good. I also know that the United States and uh, so-called first world countries, quote unquote, um, they are countries where stress is more predominant because our lifestyle goes by faster. What stresses you out as a student? So like teachers um, giving you work on things that are not interesting, that's really stressful. You have to work with something that you don't really like. Mostly tests and homework and well i'm taking the constitution test next week so that's like a huge thing being in ib homework also um family issues because i am a first generation student i have to like set a good example for my siblings and my cousins i think it's a student deadlines stress me out also having a good connection with teachers because if you don't and you don't know when homework is due or you don't know what is expected, I think that is really stressing. Classes, homework, teachers, everything. <laughs> what has been the most stressful moments in your high school years? Trying to finish high school without really any motivation. I pushed myself like throughout my four years of high school to like graduate, and I really didn't get like support from my family. So as a student, I feel like Family is really important, and um, if you don't have like support, it like makes it hard for you to want to do it for yourself. When I'm studying for the Constitution, so that's like one of the most stressful things I've ever done. The most stressful moment in my life was probably towards the end of sophomore year. I pretty much felt alone with a lot of work. So the most stressful moment in my high school years was my junior year, when I was like studying for the ACT. I was studying, and I was like working two jobs at the same time. I was really stressed, like keeping up with my homework and studying for tests, and making sure that like I didn't get fired from work as well. We're taking finals, and we're just like rushing and studying and trying to like get a good score. For many students from high school to college. Life can be very stressful. Young people have to juggle activities such as sports and clubs that school or outside organizations provide and school at the same time. Teens' life can be challenging. As I entered high school, it was something new and having to be in so many activities. I have done swimming and water polo. I trained to be a lifeguard. I attended the locali. I have done aerial dancing, ola oma, and many other different activities while still being a student. Having to juggle these things, I became stressed. It made me question if everything I was doing was really worth it. As defined by Google, stress is a state of mental or emotional strain or tension resulting from adverse or very demanding circumstances. Is this struggle worth it? Stress made me feel different from my usual calm, collected self. But I wanted to find out more about stress. I needed to know why this concept affected me so much. Why did it affect my friends and family so much? So, I decided to do my research, and according to the American Psychological Association, I learned that teens actually report to have higher stress levels than adults do. What? Due to stress, most teens feel sad, depressed, and you have a lack of motivation. While stress not only affects their mental health, 
it affects their physical being as well. When you're stressed, you get sleep deprived, you get more headaches, muscle tensions. As being a teenager in this society, stress is now an iconic part of your life. This information makes sense, but it worries me how much it affects people. No one gets away from stress, but definitely, there is always a way to relieve it. For that, us teens are experts. I relieve my stress in a lot of different ways. Um, I like drawing a lot um, and painting. And if I don't do that, I like meditating. Like, I like I enjoy being by myself a lot. Um, sometimes I shower. I listen to music a lot. And I read a lot, too. I run. I also, I, Not as often as I probably should. But then also being, like, involved in, like, art programs. And, um, I guess, also being in cheerleading. That's helped me a lot. Um, I relieve my stress by, like, going and buying a face mask and just kind of laying down in my bed with my face mask for like half an hour um and then maybe reading a book just essentially having me time like going home taking a nap hi welcome back i hope you enjoyed it it was written um by me jennifer um, and the reason why I wrote it was because I was really interested in um, stress um, because at the time I had a lot of assignments to do and I was very stressed out about them and I guess I just wanted to write a piece that kind of explained how I felt in the moment. Um, so I, I don't know. Um, yeah, Haida, um, is there any situation where you felt really, really stressed? I think school life was one of the things that got me really stressed but something else that really got me stressed was it wasn't peer pressure it was more of a situation that could have led me very badly in other places um as a teen you're exposed to both good things and bad things not saying that adults aren't either but you're you're probably more exposed to it as your teenage years because you want to experiment. So that leads you into a bad zone. Yeah, I understand. Some people don't understand like um, to what extent they can experiment and to what extent they can um, because they're teenagers and everything is very new to them. Um, and I like to experiment too, um, but I also have my limits as a teenager. And I guess for some people, they don't really understand um, their limits. Yeah, you, you end up making poor decisions, especially when you're stressed. Uh, the example, drugs. That was, I will tell you how many times I was offered drugs as a teen because it will relieve your stress. Uh, I have a couple of friends who literally will come into school having some type of drug on them and being offering to other people. Now, as a teen, you're not punished for that. As, um, more like you're, you're not punished as an adult or something. I have seen that a lot of people, uh, kids have been caught with it and all they got was a suspension. They weren't exactly gone into like cops and stuff, but. As you grow older and if you don't learn that, you can go to prison. And I know a couple of people who are in prison because of that. So poor decisions can leave you to a poor life. Yeah. 
and a poor life you regret because of stuff you did while you were a teen, while you were young and wild, as what some older people would say. Yeah, you <laughs> you become this wild thing. As older people are, are just like um, judging teens for everything. And it's like, it's not exactly our fault. We get all this stuff to do. So like making poor decisions is kind of something that comes up. An, an iconic part of teenage life. And I guess you learn from your mistakes sometimes. And yeah, sometimes, sometimes you don't. Sometimes you don't, like... That just depends on the person, I guess. Yeah. It really does. Not really on your age, but on the person. <laughs> so, while we're talking about, like, poor decisions, there is an audio piece about that. And the audio piece is called Uncle, and do you know who who made, who made it? Oh, yeah, it's called uh, My Uncle Carlos, and it's by uh, Jessica. Okay, let's go to that. Kind, thoughtful, wise, open-minded, reflective, funny, caring, humble. My name is Jessica, but that doesn't really matter. Because the story isn't about me, but rather about my Uncle Carlos and how he's influenced me to be the person that I am today. The person I trust the most is the person trusted the least in the eyes of the United States. I know him as my Uncle Carlos, but the government knows him as another inmate locked up in a correction center that's six hours away from Chicago. I don't remember him before he was locked up, because he was arrested at the age of 16, and I was only a couple months old. Most kids grow up looking up to a celebrity or family member that is physically present in their lives. Well, not me. My role model at one point lived on 26 in California, up until he was transferred. He didn't hang out with the best people, this being one of his biggest and most influential moments in his life, because this led to him quitting class, drinking underage, and ending up in jail. My uncle's crime had something to do with murder and attempted robbery. The truth is, he was just a kid at the wrong place at the wrong time. On the day of his arrest, he was hanging out with the wrong kids, and that's when they decided to rob an elderly woman, because she was said to have valuables. My uncle was told to wait at my grandparents' house with the garage door open. Eventually, my grandpa realized what was going on and told my uncle to go inside. He wouldn't be able to go outside. My uncle obeyed the rules until my grandpa got distracted enough for him to sneak out and meet up with his friends at the elderly woman's house. When Carlos got to the house, he walked in because the door was open and found himself inside with the body that wasn't alive. As he panicked, because he couldn't find his friends, he left his prints all throughout the house on his way in, and because he didn't know that killing someone would be part of the plan in the robbery. As he stood there in panic, he heard the sound of distant sirens coming closer and closer to the house. Within a couple hours, Carlos was in an interrogation room being questioned. His friends were nowhere to be found. My grandmother was crying, and my grandpa was confused on what he had done wrong. And this was the start of a case that would go on for more than 17 years. My uncle is the most inspiring person that I've ever met. He has taught me throughout his experiences how important second chances are, the value that real friends hold, and the power of being humble to one another. 
I've become more open-minded with the help of my uncle, and how you shouldn't judge a book by its cover. All these lessons throughout my life has helped me become the person I am today, by focusing on school and making friends out of people that I wouldn't really talk to in the first place. And I thank him for that. listening to WLPN LP Chicago 105.5 FM Lumpin Radio. Broadcasting live from Studio Y, Yolokali in Little Village. After the audio piece, you just listened to Malfunction by Steam Power Giraffe. Now, in that name, it's in itself is a strange name and most adults will probably not like it. Or other adults may like it as we, as weirdos would. <laughs> I think it's very interesting, um, the lyrics to um, Malfunction, um, which talks about how um, everybody's different in their own way. And I guess some people don't always like other people's differences. And sometimes that's what happens with teens, where they have differences with their parents and they don't agree. And that's where they clash together and they always have fights or something. And that's one of the problems many teens have because they're trying to explore who they want to be or um, what they want to do with their lives. And their parents already have a sort of set plan for them. Yeah, they sort of have this set in their minds and they don't like, uh, what's it called, the their... Uh, Ideas? No, like uh, the phases. Oh. Yeah, they don't like their faces. Like, you can go through this goth phase or this punk phase, and they won't like it. And even if it is a phase, you should let them explore that because they're trying to find what they are and who they are. And that's for, like, anything for, like, not just your clothes, your style, um, but also the people you hang out with or the music you listen to or the food you like. Like, uh, my parents, well, my mom doesn't like that I don't like eat chile, but... I prefer not to eat chile. That's just me. (laughs) I don't like uh, fish, anything with fish, but my family seems to love it, and I'm just disgusted by it. Um, 
But I figured that out when I was a teen that I did not like fish when my sister decided to stick shrimp inside my chicken. <laughs> you sound like my little brother. He likes to, he doesn't like Chinese food, but the rest of our family love Chinese food. So whenever we go out to eat Chinese food, he never eats anything. <laughs> yeah, you end up uh, finding out what you don't like and what you do like. And that's okay, because they're different from you. And parents need to understand, even though they're your child, they're a person and they're different. And as you grow up, I think you'll always be different. I don't think you'll always uh, you'll always be the same person you were um, a year ago. There's always going to be something different about you. And I guess through, the di- through those differences, you discover your preferences um, as a person um, as the years go by. Yeah, man, I will beat myself up a year ago because I don't like the year ago me, and I will beat them up. <laughs> I would. Uh, <laughs> um, while talking about that, we can talk about, like, these types of years music. A lot of people are saying that music right now is horrible, bad, or it, it um... It's too repetitive, it's too, um, mainstream, as teens like to call it. mainstream. I don't listen to mainstream music, but I do appreciate the music. It's different. Some people don't like it, some people do. And that's fine, really. That just depends on you. And I guess most of the, um, older generation, um, don't really like, um, mainstream music as much as, like, uh, like pop culture. Um, I guess adults don't really like it as much as um, it is focused to teens. Um, And some people just grew up with different music, and that's why they like it better. Yeah, so I think we all should just realize that we're different. (laughs) Basically that. And I think this is a great time um, to enter our next audio piece, which is alternative music. What are you listening to? It's just some rock music. Was it just talking about setting drugs? Well, this kind of music is not acceptable in this house. It's going to give you bad ideas and it's going to lead you to make horrible life decisions. Mom! This kind of music is not healthy. It's depressing. You should be listening to regular music like all the other kids. Turn it off and... Aren't you tired of hearing this? I know I am. I love listening to rock music, especially alternative rock music like 21 Pilots, Nirvana, Weezer, My Chemical Romance, Fall Out Boy, Coldplay, Food Fighter, and just a bunch more. That's why I'm here to put some information in your mind about rock music and alternative rock music. Where did music first start? No one really knows when music first started because men could have started making music with making sounds. However, the first instrument ever discovered is to believe that it was the vine bay flute. It was found in a cave in Sylvian in 1995. The flute is 60,000 to 43,000 years old. That's really old. I wonder if I could play it. Now let's move on to the important stuff. Where did rock music originate from? Now, here's that real solid man of rock and roll, Little Richard and Mom Toe Sally. (laughs) 
Rock and roll music, aka rock music, originated in the late 1940s and early 1950s. From the African American style of music like gospel, rhythm and blues, country, and boogie woogie. African Americans were the first people to create and sing rock music, and most people enjoyed it, even white Americans, since everyone was pretty much racist back then. Even though it was popular, they still refused to put rock music on white radio stations, and even though white people actually started singing rock music, by the rock artists. Eventually, people started making up things like rock music making your white daughters fall in love with African Americans, which brought the downfall of many rock artists. Where did alternative music originate? It came from the underground music in 1980, which is the music that isn't legally commercialized, but it became popular in the 1990s. Alternative music actually was named differently in the US. It was called college rock, and in the UK, it was called indie. But the meaning of alternative was changed when Nirvana came along. Alternative now means music that does not stick to a particular music style, but still has that underground status, meaning that it's not in the mainstream. Indie would now be used as preferred music that stayed independent and was no longer considered alternative. So what's so bad about rock music? When I actually searched this question on Google, it was just a bunch of Christian websites. Anyways, what I read was that some songs can influence the person listening to rock to do wrong things like breaking the law. Many talk about drugs and drinking and some adult contents that are not appropriate for kids. Now I will play some interviews of kids and an adult talking about alternative rock music. Uh, my name is Danny Pena, also known as Mr. Pena. I am 26 years old. My name is Xavier Cornell and I am 17 years old. My name is Leslie and I'm 15 years old. Chantel De Jesus. Oh, 15. Now, do you like alternative rock? Uh, I do, yeah. I listen to it often. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yes, I do. What is regular music to you? <sighs> Classic to opera to heavy metal. Regular music to me? Why well, have to be like that, like soft, really soft music? Like slow, like classic music, like that. <laughs> I would say like pop, R&B, like all like today's hits and stuff, like that. And does your parents let you listen to it, like instead of something else? Yes. No. Uh, how come? They think it's gonna like damage me. <laughs> I don't know, I guess like they have like a total different music taste than I do. And I've been not used to that type of music. Cause like, they listen to like more like of a soft tone. Um, they usually tell me that to listen to, like, other type of music because they they think, like, my music is, like, for druggies or something and it's, like, kind of messed up, but, I mean, I don't let them stop me from, like, hearing what I like or, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Like, okay, what does alternative music mean to you, like, alternative rock music? Like, Changing it... something that's supposed to be its original self into... Something new, fun, spunky, sporadic. Uh, anything that's like, you're switching the old and making it new. Trinidad Rock. Like, um, I don't know, for me it's like something peaceful. I know many people like might have a different definition to it. Probably like loud or something, but like, I think it's like peaceful to me. I, um, how to say my grandparents would love to hear rock music or any type of rock music uh, where they where 
they used to live. So he kind of, he was, um, he kind of, it, it's kind of like the only thing he left when he passed away and never met him. So my mom used to tell me he would listen to a bunch of rock music. So that's kind of like a thing that I got into rock, an alternative rock. Yeah. Okay, will you let your children listen to alternative rock? If I had any, yeah. um, definitely, yes, I would. What do you think about parents not letting kids listen to alternative rock? I believe that it's stupid and very, how do I put it, confined, and they should let the kids, not just not just the kids in general, but they should let anyone who wants and who cares to follow the freedom of their own drum listen to whatever they want to. Yeah, I think um, they're a bad parent because, I mean, you're supposed to, a parent is supposed to support the your children no matter what even if it's like like for anything really like um music if you're um bisexual or anything like that they're supposed to be supporting you no matter what i understand the concerns but i think it's uh there's probably some misunderstanding there there's a reason kids gravitate to alternative rock um a lot of the themes behind that music revolves around issues and thoughts and feelings that kids are feeling during like as they're growing up, I guess, as teenagers, which a lot of adults can't really connect to anymore because they've either already gone through it or like they never went through it. So they just can't understand what their kids are going through sometimes. Um, but kids connect to that music. And I think it's fine. There's just some misunderstanding. Like sometimes parents don't take the time to actually listen to the lyrics or understand what the music's about. They just hear aggressive shouting and loud sounds sometimes. and. To them, it sounds aggressive, but in reality, it's it's almost like a like a gateway for students or kids in general to just I don't know to to be pulled to something that they understand more. Help me polarize, help me polarize, help me down. Those days is where I'll be on all my problems. Help me polarize, help me polarize, help me out. My friends and I, we got a lot of problems. Music speaks to the heart in ways words cannot express. This quote is from an unknown. So next time parents, siblings, friends, listen or read what the lyrics say before you judge it. And we're back. <laughs> You just listened to all, all what was it? Al- alternate, Ex- uh, alternative music. Alternative yeah. music. Yeah. And based on what I heard, it, it was sort of. I don't listen to uh, that type of music as much. I know my some of my friends do. And what they said is just they just like it. They just like that type of music. And I really thought that it goes. It makes them want to do drugs and violence and stuff like that. I, I mean, a couple of them do drugs, but that's for, like, a completely <laughs> different reason. You know, it's just... <laughs> well, I guess it's a sort of a way to express yourself, in, in a sense, your type of music. Yeah, I think uh, music has a lot to say um, about the person you are. Um, because sometimes, uh, I don't know... Um, you just put yourself in like genres and stuff and um sometimes indie's more mellow like for me my feelings whenever i feel like really sad or want to relax i listen to classical music 
or if I'm really hyped up, I'll just listen to Lady Gaga. Um, <laughs> and um, it just depends. I think it, um, the music you listen to at a certain point, like, really describes um, who you could be. And um, just because you're, like, you're a jock or something doesn't mean you always have to listen to running music. Maybe you're really into classical music. Um, you don't have to fit into um, one um, cliché. Would you say? Yeah, well, one cliche, one group. You know, you don't really have to fit into any group or cliche because you don't want to. You know, I am probably categorized as the nerd artist. I remember in high school, there we had this table every morning because we had different types of groups in different grades, so we could we usually don't have lunch together. So every morning, these uh. Groups of people who I know were artists, were nerds, who loved anime, who loved to draw, who loved to uh, play video games, who were just these nerds. We weren't like complete nerds. We weren't the Yu-Gi-Oh nerds. We weren't the <laughs> Star, Wars, Star Wars nerds. We were like the, the weirdo nerds who... People just come up and they hear weird things coming out of their mouths. Like, my friend will yell. She sneezed awful and then she yelled a lot. Like, it was, you can hear the entire lunch table was always being stared at whenever she starts yelling at someone for being wrong or something or she wants to prove a point. You are sometimes put in those categories, even though, you know, you know, you don't want to or something. And I think sometimes you um, sometimes fit into multiple categories. So sometimes you could be, um, let's say, a violinist, but you also love to play soccer. Um, so you're a jock and a music geek. Um, or you could also be, um, I don't know, uh, what do you think? Uh... I'm just thinking about, like, that violinist in, like, <laughs> soccer. I'm thinking of someone playing violin while they're kicking the ball, they're running down the field and everything. <laughs> but, yeah, you can be categorized in different categories and stuff. It's just, like, something that simplifies it. Uh, and re rep <laughs> represents? No, 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 that's not what I was saying. In, in terms, you are just you. So you have different things that you like. And they can be categorized as like different play different things, but you're just you. Uh, I agree. I think um, expressing yourself as a teen is one of the most important um, things in your life because um, I guess it's one of the few ways you can speak up for yourself. Um, expressing yourself. I think that's one of the few times where you actually have freedom to express yourself. When you're an adult, you got bills, you got chi children. I said chips for a second. <laughs> children, you have a, a house to keep. You have a spouse to um, make happy. <laughs> and you really don't have much freedom to express yourself around those times. So teen years are very important to just explore yourself and your sexuality, your... Uh, music choices, your fashion sense, you as you. Yeah, 
and I think um, the next audio piece talks about um, expressing yourself. And that's what it's titled, Expressing Yourself. Oh, no. It's called Shooter. <laughs> shooter. Not the shooter, as in shoes. <laughs> that's not even a word. <laughs> All right, go on. What is cool for you? What makes you cool? For me, cool is not giving as such. Cool is freedom. The fact that you can be yourself and express yourself without any restrictions. You can walk or run wherever and whenever. I express this freedom through my sneakers. We all have that one pair of kicks that truly represent more than the price paid, but for the value it carries. Shoes have been here throughout our baby steps and are still taking us forward. My van, for example, have skated more than miles but still carry me to my adventure. Who says you need to be a skater to wear bands? Do you necessarily need to hoop if you wear basketball shoes? Are you a cop if you wear combat boots? I don't think so. See, I'm just a regular person and don't fit in with the categories based on what shoes have on people. I wear what I want based on what I like and how I feel. I go where the wind blows and where my shoe takes me. Each and every one of my shoes tells a story and it symbolizes part of my freedom. Disregarding what type of shoes they are and what trend is set by them. When you feel cool, do you feel free? When you feel free, do you feel cool? These are some questions that I think are important to ask oneself. I wrote this poem based on what I have talked about and my representation of what freedom is, and it's called Maybe. I carry on with weight as I carry on by the days. I smell fear with being buried on today. My muscles ache and my feet are cold. Among the hustle, I remain being what's been told. Am I what I say I am? Or am I a lie trying to face the facts? I sleep, I dream, repeat. I dream, I sleep, then repeat. I wake up with my outfit on, feeling orange off the wall, feeling porn, going through withdrawals. I step to the direction where the early morning ended it all. Look right through my shoes and tell me what it really solves. listening to WLPN LP Chicago 105.5 Lumpin Radio. Broadcasting live from Studio Y, Yolokali in Little Village. As you see a teen expressing himself through his shoes. Is that something um a lot of people would do? Um but there are different ways to express yourself, so if I have to express myself through shoes, then I will be in a bad situation. My shoes are dirty, and usually with pink on them or paint. And actually, no, never mind. My shoes do express myself. Um, I don't actually know if my shoes express myself. Um, I recently lost my pair of boots uh, that I was wearing. How do you lose a pair of boots? Um, I was in like um some test, and um, there was a lot of stuff around, and um, I just. They just disappeared through the all the stuff that was piled on top of mine, and I couldn't find them again. Damn, someone stole them. Uh, maybe. <laughs> and good thing they were, um... What size were they? Uh, they were, like, size 8. Oh, <laughs> uh, you see? see I, I will steal them if I was still a size 8, all right? Because <laughs> free shoes, they're left unattended. Let's not talk about shoes. Let's talk about here. Yolokali. Yeah. I like Yolokali. Yolokali is weird. But that's basically what they are. They're weird. They're full of weird kids, weird adults, weird anyone. Even how it looks is weird. 
I can tell you that my mom has come in here and she told me how filthy it looks, even though it's perfectly clean. She just doesn't like the colors. <laughs> I guess it's, um, what is it called? A preferences, a liking. Yeah, pr- preferences. <laughs> yeah. Yolokali is pretty fun, though. I like these, this radio show. I like Yolokali. Uh, it lets me express myself, even as an adult. So... And there's, like, um, an area, like, where Yolokali is located, Little Village, it's predominantly known for its Latino population. And, um, and Latino population is, um, known here in the U.S. as a minority, um, population. And, um, I think that, um, this opportunity for teens is really great, um, that we get to experience live radio, um, when supposedly we're a minority. But I guess, for me, I think we're just kids. I don't think um, the color of our skin or our gender really defines us. Wait, I'm not a kid. I'm 20. <laughs> You're a kid. I'm, I guess I'm a kid. I'm 18. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely act like a kid. <laughs> I look like one, too. Let's talk about the Yolokali exhibit at, uh, where was it again? Yeah, you know how um, Yolokali always has different um, events happening um, in the Museum of Mexican Art? Um, National Museum of Mexican Art. Oh, yeah, the Is, National. That's what it's called, yeah. yeah. Um, they had a Yolokali exhibition, um, which talked about um, the recent um, presidential election and how they felt about it. And how they w- want to fight the president. Um, I think they just, since they couldn't uh, vote before, they wanted to express themselves um, on how they felt about their president and um, getting ready for the next election to see um, how they can change their future and the future of the youth um, coming. I was there on the opening and I remember seeing a couple pieces that really stand out was uh, one that was part of like the whole bunch of posters and protest posters and it what was it it was a a quote if i remember um if not if if not us then who and if not now then when that is something that very stands out to me and it it is true even though a lot of the people here are teens and cannot vote they can still make a change and that is the first thing you can do and it's very interesting that um, a lot of the art um, exhibited in, in the Yolokali exhibition um, had the same um, ideas um, similar to the other art pieces. So there wasn't like a big like pro and cons. It was mostly like it was one idea together. Yeah, it was just one idea all coming together to... Uh, talk about something that was very like um interesting to them and what they wanted to talk about yeah basically that it was the uh, best of your 2017 it was interesting (laughs) that's the best i can say i I was i personally think that you guys should probably see it yourselves uh i don't know how long it's actually open till or it's gonna be still there for a while but i know um, so I guess goodbye. For and our last audio piece, we are doing We Are Yolakali. 
made from the people right here. And this. You are still listening to WLPN LP Chicago 105.5 FM Lumpin Radio. Broadcasting live from Studio Y, Yolo Kali in Little Village. I'm Yahida. I'm Jennifer. And we're going to say goodbye. Hope bye, you like the show. Bye bye. Minorities. That's what they call us. The outskirts of society. The authors of crime. Take a look at us. Is it because of my dark skin that you think I'm going to shoot you? Is it because of the borders I've crossed that you think I'm not a part of and that I do not belong in this nation? Is it my sexual orientation that makes me a sinner? Is it because I'm just a woman that you think I'm inferior, that I don't have what it takes? Is it because I'm just another adolescent that makes you think that I don't have control over my decisions, that I don't have a voice? Yet here we are, speaking to you, letting you know loud and clear that we are not a group of kids with guns. No walls can stop us. No laws will silence us. No white privileges are needed here to succeed. We will not let our dreams be diminished. Yes, we are surrounded by violence, injustice, poverty. However, that's just it. Those things are the things that give us a reason to speak up. That move us and inspire us to own the battleground we stand on. Once that microphone's in front of us, we become the definition of dominance. Every word we write, every word we say, is powered with creativity, strength, invincibility, and rage. No stereotypes. No gender roles. No 45th president will break us. We are dangerous. We are unafraid. We're the misfits. The weirdos. The Fruit Loops and the Cheerio Box. But hey, it's our differences that define us. Not that sickening and weakening word. Minorities. Minorities. Through thick and thin, we're proud to be who we are. We are Yolokali! We've been keeping it weird and real since 1997. Did you include the fact that we love pizza? Wait, what? We recording? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, it's me. I haven't heard from you in a while. I hope it's because you're listening and enjoying our amazing, outstanding, terrific, wonderful, inspiring, delightful, funny, breathtaking, amazing, astonishing, highly amazing <gasps> production. If not, you should listen to our radio show, What's Up, again. In the meantime, we'll be working on the next one here in Lumpin' Radio. So stay tuned to our next amazing, outstanding, terrific, wonderful, inspiring, delightful, funny, breathtaking, astonishing, highly amazing broadcast. I hope that you are informed about the awesome parts of life so that you will have a splendid day. Don't forget to listen to us on SoundCloud at Yolokali. On social media like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or Tumblr at Yolokali, or visit at yolokaliartsreach.org for more. We are the rock.